Hi and welcome to Dot to Dot, an education podcast for teachers that shines light on things that are working well in industry and connects them to the classroom. I'm your host, Ryder Tracy, and in today's episode, I'll be conducting the Dot to Dot end of season review. I hope you like that new intro. As part of the end of season review, I'm trying to take on feedback I've received and lessons I've learnt to try and improve for next season. And over this season, I've been really bumbling over that intro part of the podcast. So now I have a bit of a tighter kickoff and I hope you liked it. Now I know what you were probably thinking, and that is one intro episode and four interviews doesn't really constitute a season. And it certainly doesn't warrant an end of season review. And that'd be fair enough. But given that every guest we've had on has spoken to the importance of ideation, continuous improvement and fast fail, and that 2021 is rapidly coming to a close, it feels right to reflect and reset on how the podcast is going. Now, you're probably about to tune out, but before you do, let me pitch this at you. What I'm trying to do here is evaluate something pretty complex to inform my actions next year. Trying to evaluate this podcast, see what worked, see what didn't, and make sure next year we take the best steps we can. So if you're currently reflecting on 2021, then you might find some utility in the process I use. Failing that, I'll periodically drop some jokes in for you to reward you for continuing to listen. More humour was one of the pieces of feedback I'm looking forward to taking on next season. So the question becomes, how to evaluate the podcast and review it properly? Well, the answer is pretty simple. Cherry pick the data you want, share the bits you like, and only share it with people who will tell you what you want to hear. That way, you can just do whatever you were planning to do anyway, but now you can claim that it's evidence-based. If you didn't quite catch that, that was a joke. You're going to see more of this sense of humour in Season 2. I know it's a bit dry, but the point I'm trying to make is that it's super easy to stick with what's comfortable and find the data you want to find, and it's pretty hard to evaluate objectively, and that's what we're going to try and do here today. It makes me think of when I would sit through NAPLAN data reviews after school. And we'd all be in the room looking at trend data over time, and we would justify the results away. Oh, yeah. Well, that 2019 cohort had Anthony in it. That's why they dropped so much. Or the 2017 cohort had smaller class sizes and that enrichment program. We shouldn't really compare with them. The end outcome of these reviews of these meetings always seemed to be the same. Super focused on one particular thing. For example, our reading results are bad, so let's do heaps of reading PL. And what used to happen was we'd end up playing whack-a-mole with our results. You know that game at Time Zone where the moles pop out of lots of different holes in the machine and you have to whack them with the hammer? Well, one year, the NAPLAN review outcome, reading would pop up as a problem and whack, we hit it. We did a reading focus. But of course, as soon as we focused on reading, the mathematics mole would pop back up and whack, numeracy focus. But by the time we got on top of mathematics, writing or reading would be popping back up again. Why did I tell you all that? Because I want to bring you on my review so it can help you with the types of reviews you might be doing at the moment. My experience in school was the end of the year, there was a ton of review and reflection. So at the end of this season, we're going to do a little bit of review and reflection. So if the question is, how will I evaluate the podcast, then I need to think also about why I'm evaluating the podcast. What questions am I trying to answer and what behaviours am I trying to inform? So let's lay it out. I want to know, 
Do teachers think that there is any substance to my hypothesis that best industry practice can help teachers and educators? If so, what is the best way to make it easy for the audience to connect with the ideas in the podcast? Why do I want to know this? I want to know this because I want to think about who I interview next season, what I focus on in the interview, and the way that I interview them. To answer these questions, I need to be really clear on the types of evidence I'm trying to collect. Is it evidence of activity? Is it evidence of process quality or evidence of impact? Or an easier way to think about it is, what did I do? How well did I do it? And what difference did it make? At this point here, I want to call out the overuse and misuse of the word impact in education. Just saying impact does not make it so. I really, 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 really empathise with teachers and schools at the moment who are currently asked to show their impact in unreasonable timeframes or through inappropriate metrics. Impact is super important, but it needs to be measured in the right way at the right time. I often wonder why we spend so much time trying to make impact statements rather than focusing our energy on quality markers. Why do we spend so much effort comparing schools between schools and school performance when schools are all so different? It seems to me that the much more informative information is about what is happening within the school. We should be focusing in on the question, how well did we do it? So with that being said, I'm not attempting to make an impact statement about the podcast. Well, not yet. I'm not looking for evidence for what difference it made because it's too early to tell. What I'm focused on is how well did we do it? To help answer this, I looked more closely at three things. I looked at the podcast structure, the connection to classroom, and the topics and guests. To measure these things, I listened to other education podcasts and created a quality criteria. If I was in a school, I'd probably just call this a marking rubric. I then asked 10 educators to listen to each episode of Dot to Dot and score the podcast on the rubric and provide a response to justify their score. I then averaged the scores of the five episodes. This left me with a score of one to five for each criteria. So how did we go with podcast structure? The podcast structure received a 2.8 out of 5. The introduction was inconsistent and the introductory episode, and now this episode, was structured differently, which left people not sure what to expect. The four interview style episodes scored similarly and the consistency in the final question was pretty positively received. The length varied but wasn't a big obstacle and about 15 minutes felt about the right amount of time and weekly episodes were about the right cadence for them to come out. So what have we learned to try next season? Well, thankfully for me, we don't have to do an introductory episode. I found that one pretty tricky. Uh, We will have a more consistent structure to the questions and it will continue to come out weekly. We will continue to run the interviews and we'll keep the length pretty similar to what we've been doing. How did the connection to classroom land? Well, the podcast received a 3.3 out of 5. There were some really good insights and connections to schools and education but the explicit connection to classroom could have been tighter. Some more practical strategies for teachers would be helpful, and some episodes felt more closely aligned to school leaders than classroom teachers. There were some really interesting ideas, but the monologues at the end were the most helpful in drawing the connections together. So next season, we'll continue to have the monologues and provide some practical classroom examples, and for the more popular topics, we'll create some professional learning to accompany this content. And finally... What did I learn about the topics? Well, the topics were the uh, best received. I got four out of five for the topics. The topics and guests were great. There is still a need to tighten the scope of the podcast because over time it could become a bit hit and miss. 
as evidenced by this episode potentially. For next season, uh, we've uh, established a framework for selecting future topics based on feedback and industry insights. The topics will be themed under four skill development themes. First up, we will talk about truth in the new world. This is where we will explore bias, data, and managing information. Then we will delve deeper into skills for navigating future complexity, opening up industry insights on problem-solving, creativity, and thinking critically. And this will be followed by overcoming contextual cop-out and other convenient excuses, which will unpack self-awareness, active listening, and responding to context. And the final theme is just a little one, and we thought we'd have a little peek at Action for a Better Tomorrow through empathy, equity, and saving the world. I hope you've taken something from listening to me step through the process for reflecting on this season and resetting for next. It's a bit uncomfy putting everything out there, warts and all like this, but I really believe it's important to evaluate and not just consider positive evidence and to share the findings. Mistakes make us better. They help us grow. Every kid knows that. Every teacher knows that. So thanks for joining me on this step of the journey. If you hated this episode, that's cool. Come back next season for the interview ones and brush the end of season two review. Thanks for listening to Dot to Dot. If you enjoyed today's episode, leave a review. Let us know what you liked, what you didn't, what you'd like more of, or what you learned. Reviews help us reach more listeners so that we can keep bringing you awesome conversations about what you want to hear about. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you can keep up to date with each episode as they come out. Dot to Dot is a creatable podcast hosted by me, Ryder Tracy, and produced by Sophie Ellis. This episode was recorded on Darawal and Darug Country. Have a happy and safe break and keep your eyes peeled because as we come back into Term 1, we'll hit you with some other good interviews and Season 2 will kick off.